Welcome to Bell Interrupted. Are you out of your damn mind? You get to drink from the fire hole! This is an embarrassment, a disgrace! What? What's the matter, kid? You got wax in your ears? Don't do it! You got Tammy and Parker! <laughs> Hello and welcome to Phil Interrupted. This is the show where I get to do whatever I want while dealing with the constant antics of Smash. We can review movies, video games, and who knows what else. Episodes can be spooky, too oddly informative to Donald Stupid. I am your host, Phil Allen, and I do welcome you to the show. Today we are going to explore this great place that we call Earth, this globe, this planet. This wonderful blue planet, full of water. It's a great place. I think we can all agree. And we're going to talk about some of the most crazy, crazy and extreme places. So a lot of these places, right? I found them on the internet. So I guess some of them can be up for debate. Some people may say, hey, that's not true. You know, like something is the the most this or the most that. Someone may say, that's not true, Phil. Hey, the internet told me this. I'm just going off what I found on the internet, and the internet never lies, okay? So, with that being said, debate all you want. This is going to be my list. Today, the topic is Earth's Most Well, you may ask yourself, and then via that ask me, Phil, what is the flattest place on Earth? I have an answer for you. Now I'm going to put your name immediately. It's Salar del Unui, which, whatever, is in Bolivia. <laughs> Bolivia. Now, this is the largest salt flat in the world. It's located in the southwest of Bolivia. You know where Bolivia is? South America. Get a map. It contains about 10 billion tons of salt across an area of 10,582 kilometers. Ooh, that is a big area. I mean, kilometers are smaller than miles, let's be honest. <laughs> America, miles are bigger, but whatever that kilometers comes out to be, it's, it's, an, it's a large area, okay? Can we all agree upon that? Now, uh, let's see, it also contains a ton of chemicals and metals and stuff, like magnesium, sodium, potassium, and 70% of the world's lithium reserves. Oh, ooh. Now, NASA used it as a for positioning of its satellites since it's exceptionally flat and unmoving. That's interesting. They're like, here, this spot never, ever moves. It's always the same. Boom, we need it for satellites. The area, they say, was formed about 40,000 years ago. It used to be a prehistoric lake. And when it is filled with water, which is like never because it's in such a dry area... It becomes the largest natural mirror in the world. So not only is it the flattest place in the world, it's the largest natural mirror in the world when covered with water. You may ask yourself, and thus be asking me, Phil, what is the highest uninterrupted waterfall in the world? Do you know? It's Angel Falls in Venezuela. Angel Falls in Venezuela is the highest waterfall in the world with a height of 979 meters. Wait a minute. Why didn't I get this in in American? 979 meters? I don't know how far that is. How many feet is it? I should have done a better job collecting this information off the internet. 
This waterfall is roughly 15 times higher than that of Niagara Falls. I've been there. They are nice falls. I almost got arrested there. No big deal. Let's not talk about that. Actually, you know what? I believe I tell that story on a previous episode of Phil Interrupted. I don't remember which one. But I definitely did. Oh, no, I think I think I know which episode it was. It was way early on. Not the point. Angel Falls was discovered by Jimmy Angel, ooh, a U.S. aviator in 1937. He was the first person to fly over the falls, and the waterfall was aptly named after him. During the rainy season, Angel Falls divides into two separate waterfalls, and visitors can feel the spraying of the water miles away from the waterfall. During the summer season, water from the falls evaporates before it reaches the ground. You should take a look at this thing. Some of these pictures, it looks like it's uh, coming from outer space. It's so high up there. Now, you may ask yourself, Phil... All right, I'm going to stop doing that question every time. This is the, uh, the most remote inhabited island in the world. I've read a lot about this one. It is Tristan da Cunha. I don't know, I'm not pronouncing that right. It's in the South Atlantic Ocean. This island is part of a group of volcanic islands located in the South Atlantic Ocean. Now, the main island within this group is known as Tristan da Cunha and is the only habitable island in the chain. This remote island is part of a British overseas territory. The total population is 275 people. All the land on this island is communally, communally, communally owned, and outsiders won't be able to buy land in Tristan da Cunha. Now, the economy is pretty much just farming and fishing, because let's face it, there ain't anything else to do. This is a tiny, tiny rock in the middle of friggin' nowhere. Uh, they also run a very small tourist industry. But, uh, you know, it's going to be hard to get there. It's going to be expensive to get there because it takes days to get there by boat. And there is no airport. It's, like, way out there. So I don't have the exact miles, how far it is away from places. Again, lack of research there. But it's, like, I don't know, like, 1,500 miles from, like, the closest place in, like, any given direction. Right? So it's out. It's out, essentially, you know middle of nowhere like we said so it's crazy though because it's got a big volcano right in the middle so just like you think like any island right your typical island goes right up there in the middle it's all high and there's clouds on it so it's not really going to be useful for people up that high and then the sides there's a lot of cliffs and there's a little bit of greenery but it's like a real like it rains a lot there and stuff and, uh, yeah, only 275 people. I've watched documentaries about this place, and it is really interesting. These, like, hardcore people who live off the land and are really dependent on boats bringing them supplies. Man, you want to talk about living off the grid? This is serious, living off the grid. I definitely recommend that you watch a documentary or YouTube this sucker. It's it's really, really interesting place. I would If I had, like, just all the time off from work in the world and all the money in the world and like nothing like that was a concern i would take a trip to this place to say i've seen it and be at like the most remote place pretty much you could ever be i think that would be a super cool trip it's never gonna happen so i guess we'll just talk about it here on phil interrupted you may ask yourself though i said i wasn't gonna do that all right what is the consistently hottest place in the world well, it is Dalal, Ethiopia. 
Now, this is based... How we did this here, this is the hottest place on Earth based on year-round averages. Which is to say that if you took the average temperature of every place on Earth for a year, this Dalal, Ethiopia's average is 94 degrees, and it's the highest. So, that's like... It doesn't get any colder than that. That's ridiculous. There are places in the world that are hotter at any given moment, obviously. 94 degrees, like today in New Jersey where I live, it was like freaking 97, 98 degrees. Not the band. We're talking about the temperature. I don't know why I get off track here. It obviously gets hotter other places, but this place is consistently hot as hell. Now, another thing that makes Dalal so hot is it's got a really high humidity. It's always 60% or above. Ooh, so it's like sweltering as well. And there's noxious fumes that rise out of its sulfur pools, and it doesn't even cool off that much at night, you know, like in the 80s and stuff. It's still stoking, right? While many of the world's hotspots are located in deserts, where the temperature extremes between day and night are very dramatic, Dalal has an average low temperature, this is nighttime temperature, like I said, of 87, which is hotter than many places on Earth ever get. Yeah, so you gotta... Why do I keep saying that? You gotta look up pictures. This place is crazy. It's, like, got, like... looks like there's, like, battery acid, like, all over the ground and these, like, pools that are, like, bubbling and stuff. It it, it looks like another world. It's D-A-L-L-O-L, Ethiopia. Check it out. It's crazy. That's my description for everything. It's crazy. It's extreme! But no, it, it really is super cool, super cool looking, but obviously it would totally suck to live there. The driest place in the world, the Atacama Desert, South America. I've talked extensively about this before. Uh, I think of the spooky, creepy places. I talked a little bit about the Atacoma Desert because there was uh, like a, a magnesium mine or something there. For, I forget what, like a town. But the Atacoma Desert stretches for over 1,000 kilometers, again, whatever that is in miles, off the Pacific coast of Chile. Or is it Chile? Some weather stations in the Atacama have never received rain. Ever! Periods of up to four years have been registered with no rainfall in the central area. Now, average rainfall in this region is about one millimeter per year. It is the driest non-polar place on Earth. As you might imagine, its temperatures are quite extreme, ranging from 104 degrees during the day to 41 degrees at night. That is a shocking change, let me tell you. It is 50 times drier than Death Valley, California, USA. Both the Andes Mountains and the Chilean coastal range, which surround this desert, create a blockage of moisture, making the Atacama Desert a kind of death zone for vegetation, depriving the land of water and nutrients. NASA indicated that it was the driest desert on Earth, and therefore it was selected as a test research site for Mars experiments because it is considered the closest landscape to the Red Planet. The coldest inhabited place in the world. Omyakon, Russia. I cannot say that. This remote town of Omyakon in northeast Russia is the coldest inhabited place in the world. It has recorded an all-time low temperature of negative 88 degrees Fahrenheit. 
and an average of negative 58 degrees Fahrenheit. Average. From December to March, no records exist of it ever rising above zero degrees. Cars are kept running even when they are not driven to keep the engine heated. Now, eyelashes and saliva can also freeze on the human face. Hypothermia and frostbites are commonplace. And this town remains in darkness for up to 21 hours a day, giving residents a time window of only about four hours for any outdoor activity. Absolutely brutal. The greatest vertical drop in the world is found at Mount Thor, Canada. Now, Mount Thor is also known as Thor Peak, not to be confused with the superhero movies. It is located on Baffin Island in Canada. It is part of a large mountain range, which is made of granite, and it is a most impressive sight. Now, Mount Thor is the tallest vertical drop on Earth, and it measures 1,250 meters. Again, we don't know what meters are to feet, but that's a lot. And it has an angle of 105 degrees, so that is a very difficult mountain to try to get up, is what I'm gathering from that stat there. Now, this still, still is a very popular destination for mountain climbers. They don't care about that 105 degree slope. They are going to do it. Gotta check this out, too. I would have thought that the greatest vertical drop, like this is a mountain, like a sheer mountain cliff, pretty much. I would have thought it would have been um, like El Capitan in Yellowstone National Park. I thought it would have been something like that. I've seen that in person, and that thing is super impressive. But I suppose Canada had to try to take the largest uh, vertical drop in the world, and they got it. So if you want to see that, you got to head out to Canada. The lowest point on Earth's surface is the Dead Sea between Israel and Jordan. The lowest point on land is the Dead Sea that borders Israel, the West Bank, and Jordan. It's 420 <laughs> meters below the sea level. It is one of the saltiest bodies of water in the world with a 31 to 33% salinity. You can like float in this thing. You just like lay down and you float, which is super weird. It has the highest level of salinity of any body of water in the world. The unusual concentration of salt allows visitors to float. I just said that. The lowest point on land in the Western Hemisphere is Death Valley at 86 meters below sea level. And this is 420 meters below sea level. Now the movement of, um, there's some tectonic plates there, the Arabian African plates, they're moving, you know? And these plates moving causes the Dead Sea to sink about one meter per year. That's pretty significant. The lowest point on Earth, Challenger Deep, Mariana Trench, Pacific Ocean. Now, I have long thought about dedicating an entire podcast to this topic. As you may remember, I did Mount Everest, which, hint, hint, is going to be on our list here somewhere. So I did Mount Everest, tallest mountain, and I did a real in-depth show about that. And I had always thought, hey, it would be cool to do an in-depth show about the lowest point on Earth which is Challenger Deep, bottom of the Mariana Trench. However, I found it extremely difficult to come up with a ton of information about this because, gosh darn it, we just don't know a whole lot about it, to be honest with you. Challenger Deep has a depth of over seven miles. 
the Challenger Deep is in fact deeper than the height of Mount Everest. You may find it of interest that the Challenger Deep is named after the HMS Challenger survey ship, which is the first one to make recording of its record-breaking depth. The water pressure at Challenger Deep is 8 tons per square inch, with about 7 miles, like I said, of water overhead. The first ever manned descent to Challenger Deep was achieved by U.S. Navy Lieutenant Don Walsh and Swiss scientist Jacques Picard. The second successful manned descent was achieved by Canadian film director James Cameron in 2012. Fascinating little documentaries on YouTube about him going down there. And I was going to incorporate some of his audio into that podcast I was going to do about the Challenger Deep. But, you know, like I said, I just... It, it was hard to maybe get a podcast more than like 15, 20 minutes on the amount of information that I could find, but there is some really interesting stuff about it. I love the name, Challenger Deep. It's it's not just like Mariana Trench, deepest place on Earth. Nope. They had to come up with like a super cool name, Challenger Deep. You may be asking yourself, what is the tallest mountain on Earth? Wait a minute, I was just talking about this. It's Mount Everest, and that's the on the border between Tibet and Nepal. The height of Mount Everest is over 29,000 feet. Now, the top of Mount Everest is engulfed by the jet stream for a major part of the year, making climbing nearly impossible due to high winds and the extreme sub-zero temperatures. Also, the lack of oxygen. The death zone. It's only when the winds die down in May, and again for a short period in September, that we have the so-called summit window, when conditions are safe enough for climbers to try and reach the summit. The first successful ascent to the top of Everest was achieved by New Zealander Edmund Hillary in Nepali, Tenzing Norgay. There have been over 4,000 successful climbers on Mount Everest in its history. Approximately 800 people attempt to climb Mount Everest annually. Now, dangerous conditions like avalanches, strong winds, and air pressure variations are present at Mount Everest. The mountain was named after a surveyor, Colonel Sir George Everest. Ironically, Everest was actually pronounced Eve-rest. Whoa, blew my mind. Eve-rest, Mount Everest is what it really is. Guys, if you want to learn a lot more about Mount Everest, I talked about it before, go find the Phil Interrupted episode dedicated 100% to Mount Everest. The coldest single temperature ever recorded, Vostok Station, Antarctica. With a population estimated at somewhere between 1,000 and 4,000 people, Antarctica is a land of extremes. The coldest and driest continent on the planet is home to Russia's Vostok Station, located near the South Geomagnetic Pole. On July 21st, 1983, it was here that the coldest temperature ever recorded on Earth was recorded. A chilly, negative 89.2 degrees. Celsius. What is that in Fahrenheit? That's even colder. Whatever negative 89.2 degrees Celsius is, that's very cold. What's the hottest ever temperature, you may ask yourself? Well, that was recorded in Death Valley, California, USA. The National Park of Death Valley is actually only a little bit smaller than Connecticut. But a hellish summer heat reached an all-time high in 1913, clocking in at 56.6 degrees Celsius and is the hottest temperature ever recorded. What the hell is 56.6? Hold on, let me do some calculations here 
Aha. It was 134 degrees Fahrenheit. Good God. Like I said, here in New Jersey right now, as I'm recording this, it's very hot. 97 degrees, stifling humidity. It's brutal. 104 degrees Fahrenheit? Oh my God. That destroys what's going on here right now. That, it's like, you're like cooking egg on your face. On your face, idiot. The place with the longest name in the world. You're going to have to bear with me on this one. Tu mata waka tang i hang a koa ua ua tam a tia turi puka ka piki morang a ho ro nuku pokai wen ayuki anata a tuhu. New Zealand. That's a record 85 letters, which in some strange language I don't know means the summit where. Tamatia, the man with big knees, the climber of mountains, the land swallower who traveled about, played his nose flute to his loved one. Played his nose flute? I love how that first part there almost kind of sounds like, if you're a fan of Game of Thrones, you'll know uh, Khaleesi, right? The mother of dragons. She's got like 6,000 names. This kind of starts that way too. The man with big knees, the climber of mountains, the land swallower. The mother of dragons, Khaleesi, who played her nose flute (laughs) to her loved one. That's absurd. Uh, It's not about Game of Thrones, but New Zealand. Why would they... Such an insanely long name. I was going to say stupid, but... it's It's like a paragraph. The windiest place in the world. Commonwealth Bay, Antarctica. During winter months at Commonwealth Bay, a concentrated flow of freezing air, known as the catabanic wind, is responsible for wind gusts of up to 150 miles per hour, consistently. The world's most active volcano, Mount Kilauea, Hawaii. In 1983, Mount Kilauea erupted on the southern part of the island of Hawaii and hasn't stopped since. It's destroyed over 200 homes but created over 544 acres of new land. I've been there. It's awesome. So when I was there, it was I got real close to it, right? So there's all these like lava fields where it's building new land, and it's relatively safe out there unless you get like super close to the edge where it's going in the ocean. And I I got to get about 10 feet or so away from like a little lava river. That wasn't what you expect, and I think I talk about this on episode of Phil Interrupted, Best Places I've Ever Visited, which is like one of the very first episodes I ever did, so I'm going to assume you haven't listened to that. Not important. Anyway, I stood about 10 feet away from it, and it wasn't like what you would think, like a, like a raging river of lava, right? It was like crickling along, if that's even a word, crickling along super slow, like you could barely see it moving, but you could hear it. It was popping and cracking. And you could definitely feel it. Like, it was Hawaii. It was like 80 degrees or whatever. And I'm walking up to this nice breeze coming off the ocean. Beautiful Hawaiian day. And I walk up and I see this this little lava thing. And all of a sudden it was like, boom! It was like I got hit in the face with like an oven. Like someone opened an oven door and it blasted. My eyebrows singed off. My eyelashes singed off. My beard erupted into flames. 
None of that happened, but it was really hot hitting my face. And I was like, oh my god. I'm looking at a, a, a river of lava. It was insane. Like I said, it was crickling along super slow. So it wasn't all that dramatic. I do have some pictures that I took next to it, so I'll always have those. Very cool experience. I have to say, seeing a volcano up front was definitely something that I will, I'll never forget. World's most dangerous waters. Gansabai, South Africa. These are deemed the most treacherous on Earth. In South Africa, it's because it's prime territory for the great white shark. A few miles off the coast lies Shark Alley, a small channel of water between Dyer Island and Geyser Rock. This pool of water is home to the densest population of great white sharks in the world. The closest place on Earth to outer space, Chimborazo, Ecuador. I'm sure I mispronounced that. It's a mountain. The farthest point from the Earth's center, or the closest place to outer space, Either way you spin it, this place exists at the extremities of the globe. The inactive volcano of Mount Chimborazo stands at over 20,000 feet height. It last erupted approximately in 550 AD. So that's been a while. Definitely been a while. Standing on Mount Chimborazo puts you closest to outer space that any man can ever reach on foot. Although its peak is completely covered by glaciers, the mountain does have several routes for climbers. It is closer to space than Mount Everest. Go figure. So it's because of the way the land is, it's kind of bubbled up in that area by the equator. And this mountain is 20,000 feet. We said before Mount Everest is over 29. But just because of the equator and the way the earth kind of isn't perfectly round it's kind of a little more oval in that area or it bubbles out like i said yeah it's actually you are closer to being in outer space up in the atmosphere than you are if you're on the top of mount everest kind of weird if you think about it. you get to the top of mount everest you're like i'm on top of the world i can touch space and then someone's like well actually there's somewhere else that you're closer you get what huh son of a bitch the cloudiest place on Earth. Torshave, Faroe Islands. Torshave is the biggest town and capital of the Faroe Islands. I'm sure I said it incorrectly. It records an average of only 2.4 hours of sunshine per day and only 840 hours per year. The city experiences mild winter temperatures due to the cloudy weather and ice-free weather and ice-free water surrounds it. Not a lot of sunshine there. That one's also up for debate. Like I said earlier at the very beginning of this show, a lot of people argue that one because clouds are very, very variable. See what I did there? They change a lot, so some areas can certainly be the cloudiest for a while. I think that's probably a very difficult stat to keep track of, but one of the websites I found said this place, so we're going to go with that. Most tornadoes on Earth occurs in the United States. Aren't we lucky? The central United States is aptly named Tornado Alley for its tendency to see more tornadoes than anywhere else in the world. And that total includes at least a couple of big, mile-wide tornadoes every year. Central Oklahoma holds the record for both the largest and strongest tornadoes ever recorded. 
A tornado that touched down in El Reno, Oklahoma on May 31, 2013 measured 2.6 miles wide at one point, easily breaking the record for the widest tornado ever observed. Back in 1999, a mobile Doppler weather radar recorded winds of more than 300 miles per hour in an F5 tornado that touched down just south of Oklahoma City. Where I live in New Jersey, we've had a rash of tornado warnings. There was one, the clouds were spinning in opposite directions. I was outside on my front my front door, looking outside stupidly, went on the news and on my phone, it's blinking, tornado warning. And the news is like, if you live in so-and-so town, there could be a tornado on the ground right now. Please take cover. Take this seriously. And I'm out on my porch, like, looking around. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty It was pretty wild. Like, the clouds, these dark black clouds were coming in one direction. But there were these little ones. There was much smaller clouds. It looked very low, like I could almost reach up and ground, that were swirling in the op... Like, like moving in the complete opposite direction. Definitely some swirl motion. And, uh, yeah, nothing ended up happening, thank God. But it was pretty wild, and there's been all sorts of tornado warnings in New Jersey. I think there's been four or five tornadoes already this summer. I know when you listen to this, you're going to be like, oh, well, who cares? Because, you know, podcasts, or you listen to them whenever you want. But let me tell you, New Jersey is now the new tornado alley. I'm updating this list right now. And, uh, yeah, lots of tornadoes here. I can't imagine, though, seeing a 2.6-mile-wide tornado. That'd be like just a black wall like coming at you that would be uh, ridiculously scary the glitteriest place on earth what sea of stars Maldives a shore that shimmers might as well be called heaven on earth the glittering shores of Vaduhu Island in the Maldives glow blue at night Though the island only has a population of 500 people, tourists will come from all over the world to bask in the presence of this body of water known as the Sea of Stars. It has a natural sparkle, and scientists say that the water's sparkling abilities come from a chemical reaction called bioluminescence. The Sea of Stars contains a type of photoplankton called dianoflangetes, When scientists researched the organisms, they found a cell membrane that reacts to electrical impulses, causing the dinoflangetes to light up the water. That must be a wild scene to see some waves rolling up and it's just like sparkle, 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 sparkle. Oh, you may ask yourself, and thus you'd be asking, Phil, what is the most irritating sound that you can't escape? And it's not this podcast. Nope, it is Teos, New Mexico. Inexplicable sounds are nothing new, but an eerie hum that lingers throughout the small town of Teos has been baffling people for years. The sound first was reported in 1993, when a group of locals complained to Congress about it. In response to the noisy complaints, a survey was conducted by Joe Mullins, a professor of engineering at the University of New Mexico. After interviewing the citizens of Teos, Mullins found that only 2% of the population were hearers of the sound, in quotations. Although the source of the sound has never been discovered, Mullins found that the hearers of the hum described it in different ways. Some reported it as a hum, 
while others described it as a buzz or a whirl noise. The ringiest rocks on Earth, Pennsylvania. They may be heavy, dull, and inanimate, but a certain family of rocks in Pennsylvania have a mysterious musical ability. When struck, these rocks, also known as the ringing rocks of Pennsylvania, produce a distinctive metallic clang. The sound is so baffling that people often question whether or not the rocks are really made of stone. These musical rocks cover roughly eight These musical rocks cover roughly seven to eight acres of Ringing Rocks County Park in Pennsylvania. How these boulders appeared is a true mystery. When geologists inspected the rocks, they found that they were composed of a volcanic substance called diabas, which is made up of iron and other hard minerals. Perhaps the most unusual thing about this rock family is the fact that it's at the top of a hill when normally fields of rocks happen as a result of an avalanche. Now this is kind of a, a cheat, I have to admit, that I put it on this list. I, I took the kids to Ringing Rock, Pennsylvania this uh, only a few months ago. And we took our hammers out there and we beat the hell out of these rocks. And I'll tell you what the sound is. like. I expected it to sound like a doorbell or something. I don't know why, but I did. It doesn't sound like that. It sounds like, like a train bell, if that makes sense. Like... All aboard! Ding, ding, ding! <laughs> that's, that's more of what it sounds like. It was fun, though. We had a great time there. Beat the hell out of those rocks. And uh, it was really cool running around all the giant rock fields. That was a cheat one. I put that in just for myself. <laughs> so what? Who cares? Whatever. The longest coastline of any country. Canada. With a coastline that stretches for 151,000 miles... If you were able to walk its entire length at a pace of 12 miles per day, the journey would take you only 33 years to complete. The snowiest place in the world. Paradise, Washington. Hmm. Don't let that name fool you. According to the National Park Service, Paradise has an annual snowfall of approximately 93 and a half feet. During the winter, Paradise, Washington's gorgeous landscapes are thoroughly covered in snow. The most populated place in the world, Tokyo, Japan. In 2015, Tokyo's population grew to a staggering 37.8 million residents, the largest population of people ever recorded in a single city. The safest place in the world. Tokyo, Japan. Despite being the world's most populated city, the Economist Intelligence Unit, which must be some sort of prestigious journal, rated Tokyo as the world's safest place in 2015. Well, it's 2019 as I record this, so that is statistically not reliable anymore. But I'm going to calm down because I found this on the internet. All right, and in 2015, uh, it scored extra high. For its cyber security. Hmm. You know, the Japanese, they love computers. The smallest island in the world, Bishop Rock, England. If you're looking for the smallest island with a large structure built on top of it, then look no farther than Bishop Rock. Bishop Rock is only about 46 by 16 meters long and located about 28 miles off the southwestern coast of England. 
In the Middle Ages, criminals were dropped off with a day's worth of bread and left to fend off the elements. Whew, that's intense. Due to costly shipwrecks, the British built a lighthouse on top of this very small island in 1858. The 167-foot lighthouse is still there today. The deepest cave in the world, Krubera Cave, Georgia. Not Georgia, USA. Since its initial exploration in 1956, this cave has been mapped out at 7,208 feet deep and 8 miles long. Located near the Black Sea, the Kubera Cave is the deepest cave, and it starts as just a very small hole and sinks all the way down. Originally, the cave passages were very small, but excavations have made it possible to get through much, much easier. I saw a clip of this, and it was ridiculously claustrophobic trying to push yourself through this tiny little crevice or crevasse and to get and then it opens up and it's much larger it's amazing they even found it obviously like i said here though they've made it bigger so um you don't have to like like push yourself through and like if there's like even the slightest earthquake you just get crushed i don't know i don't think i would go in it it sounds too intense the most expensive place in the world, Singapore. Eh, now this one again, up for debate. According to the Elite Economist Intelligent Unit's 2016 Worldwide Cost of Living Survey, Singapore was the most expensive and has held on to this spot for at least the last three years. The happiest place in the world, Denmark. <clears throat> This place is consistently ranked high and currently takes the crown as the happiest place in the world. People are very happy there. The most visited place in the world, London, England. London beats out second place Bangkok as the world's most visited location, with around 18.82 million international visitors each year. I would have never guessed Bangkok to be the second most visited location in the world. Never. Never. I would have thought maybe Paris, maybe New York City, maybe Tokyo, but Bangkok? Bangkok? We're talking about Bangkok? The second most visited place in the world? Bangkok? Shit. The largest glacier, Lambert Fisher, Antarctica. Stretching for over 100 miles, this is by far the largest ice flow in the world. And that's it. The shortest river, Roe River, Montana. With everyone always talking about the longest river in the world, no one ever mentions anything about the shortest river. Well, no more. The Roe River that flows between Giant Springs and the Missouri River has been named by the Guinness Book of World Records to be the shortest river on Earth at only 200 feet long. Long live the Roe River. Viva la Roe River. The most isolated country. There's almost no place more extreme than North Korea. With a totalitarian regime that starves its citizens, imprisons people into deadly working camps, and continues to improve on its nuclear capabilities, North Korea is as dangerous as ever. Little Rocket Man, that's what Trump likes to call 
Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. The most densely populated kilometer. While some places might be more remote or least populated, the Mong Kong district in Hong Kong is the opposite. It's the most densely populated place on the planet with 130,000 people in one square kilometer. Quietest place, Minneapolis, Minnesota. The Orfield Laboratories in Minneapolis, Minnesota have been dubbed the quietest place on earth, according to the Guinness Book of World Records. It's a great place to record an album, but horrible for your sanity. Most people can't stand sitting in there for too long, uncomfortable by the sounds of their own body. So this is some sort of a man-made place. They got better soundproofing than my studio, I assume. And you just go freak out, man. You're like, can't hear anything. Can't hear anything. I can't hear anything. The longest river. Well, this one is... uh, Always argued. The Nile is credited as the longest river in the world. Okay, its main source is Lake Victoria in East Central Africa. And it extends 4,160 miles in length. Okay, so you can pretty easily see a beginning and ending of the Nile. However, it's always argued, always, oh my god, that the Amazon is the longest river in the world. Well, I guess by true distance, the Nile is a little bit longer, but the Amazon is a bigger river, right, than the Nile? It's goes all over the place. There's like 20 billion different little outlets and whatever they're called, wherever the Amazon, it just goes all over the place. It's a lot bigger. It's a bigger area. I think it has more water too. So it's a little confusing. People argue all the time with, is it the Nile because it's the longest or Amazon because it's overall, if you consider all of its parts of it, of the river, it's much bigger. You know, if you consider all the different parts of the river. <laughs> They'll do a, such a bad job describing this. But I think you get what I mean. So, I don't know. It's either the Nile or the Amazon. I guess it's uh, up to your own interpretation. So, it's just a matter of definition, really. Whatever you think is the longest. The deepest man-made hole. The Kola Super Deep Borehole is a result of scientific drilling project in the Soviet Union. The project attempted to drill as deep as possible into the Earth's crust. Drilling began on May 24, 1970. The hole reached 40,230 feet deep. That's about 7.619 miles. It achieved this amazing depth in 1989 and is the deepest artificial point on Earth as of May 2019. It still is. The borehole is only a mere 9 inches in diameter. The smelliest place. Rotorua, New Zealand. (laughs) Smelliest. I could tell you some smelly places. Geothermal activity can sure look cool. Rotorua, however you say this, is full of bubbling pools and spurting steam vents. Some of which pop up unannounced, seemingly at random. But that quirky, cool factor comes with a permanent eggy stench, like a sulfur stink, which can stay on your clothes for days afterward. I read a lot of different places claiming to be the smelliest place on Earth, so who knows if this is really the 
stinkiest. Ooh, as Ernest would say. Ernest P. World. Oldest place on Earth. Canada. Canada gets a lot of these. Bedrock in Canada has been named by scientists as the oldest known place on Earth's surface. The discovery on the eastern shores of the Hudson Bay in northern Quebec gives scientists an unprecedented insight into how the Earth was formed. After seven years of study, tests have shown that the ancient section of this planet's crust is 4.28 billion years old, beating out the previous oldest known specimen by 250 million years. Previously, the oldest known genuine rocks were from a body called Acosta Genis in Western Australia, which are only a petty 4.06 billion years old. Losers! Wettest place on Earth, India. The current record holder, as recognized by the Guinness Book of World Records, I think they would know, is a cluster of villages known as Malusharam in India. Moisture swept in from the Bay of Bengal condenses over this 1,491-meter plateau. The result is an astonishing, astonishing average annual rainfall of 467 inches. Unsurprisingly, the area is overwhelmingly lush and green, rich with waterfalls and fascinating caves carved into the limestone by the falling water. That is another one that people constantly fight over. No, I have the rainiest place. You have the rainiest place. I guess, again, it all depends on variations and weather patterns. The internet doesn't lie. It's India, people. All right? Get off my back. The dirtiest place. Baku, Azerbaijan. The capital city of Baku is also known as the Black City. According to Mercer Health and Sanitation Index, which is also very prestigious, I'm sure, Baku got a single star for having the worst rating. Baku has the richest oil fields in the world, they say. And the city of Baku is now bursting with drills and refineries along with two million inhabitants. Its air is so contaminated by the smoke and dust from these drills and refineries and its waters are just an absolute dumping site of petrochemical byproducts. Needless to say, it's a dirty, filthy, puke-infested area. I don't know why there's so much puke, but let's just say there is. Diarrhea. Do you have any idea how much bloody diarrhea is in Baku? Do you have any idea? I didn't think so. Most polluted place on Earth. Chernobyl, Ukraine. Chernobyl is the infamous site of the worst nuclear disaster in history. I really had to emphasize that. On April 26, 1986, a fiery meltdown of the nearby nuclear reactor's core, couldn't do it, released 100 times more radiation than the atom bombs dropped over Hiroshima and Nagasaki during World War II. Now, more than two decades later, the 19-mile exclusion zone around the plant remains uninhabitable, and local residents still show scars of the disaster. People say there's skin lesions, respiratory ailments, infertility, and birth defects are the norm for the area following the accident. 
in the surrounding areas of Belarus, Russia, and Ukraine. From 1993 to 2002, there were more than 4,000 cases of thyroid cancer were diagnosed among children and adolescents from the area. What? I need to talk to you. No, I'm finishing up a podcast. Oh, Jesus, here he comes. I couldn't help but overhear you so slow in that damn talking music. about Earth's most extreme. Yeah, and I'm just about ready to finish up. What do you want? I have one for you. No, you don't. I do. Well, I don't. I really don't want to hear it. Bill. What? You may ask yourself. Oh, How long have you been listening at the what door? What is the my fastest joke. computer in the world? The answer is Summit USA with a peak performance of 200 petaflops mm. or 200,000 trillion calculations per second. Summit more than doubles the top speeds of Tai Hu Light, which can reach 93 petaflops. Summit is my hero. Summit is also capable of over 3 billion billion mixed precise calculations per second. You're so slow. Or 3.3 exo-ops and more than 20 petabytes of memory, which has allowed researchers to run the world's first exascale scientific calculation. I have no idea what any of that means, and it's really boring. What's an exo-op or a petabyte? Your puny brain couldn't compute it. No matter how hard nah, right. you try. Here we go. Are you done? Because I want to wrap up the show. Negative. The $200 million supercomputer is an IBM AC922 system <laughs> utilizing 4,608 compute servers containing two 22-core IBM Power 9 processors and six Navita Tesla V100 graphics processing unit accelerators. Again, I don't know what any of that means. I'm sure it's very fast, Mesh. I'm sure it's so, so super fast. But let me try to finish up because I was talking about the world's most polluted place. I was talking about Chernobyl, but also... There's another place called Linfen, no. China. Please be quiet. Please. At Linfen, residents have said that they are literally choked out on what? coal dust in the evenings. I don't even want to continue the show with you here, Smash. What? Stop. This city lies... What? ...in a providence in China, the heart of the country's enormous and expanding coal industry. Mm. So annoying. Which provides roughly two-thirds of the nation's energy. What? China has noted that Linfin has the worst air quality in the entire country. What? Keep it up, Smash. What? 
But shockingly, China has 16 out of 20 of the world's most polluted cities. Ooh, nasty, dirty place. What? You stop doing that. You know what you're doing. Anyway, the city does plan to replace the small, highly polluting plants with larger, cleaner what? ones. And I can't finish this because you're super annoying. I'm not. I'm just done. I'm putting down my stuff here. I'm done. I'm not doing any more. But Phil, I have another one. The biggest robot. Tradino. Alright, alright. No, 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 no. The 56 foot long dragon walks on all fours. And the flame rigs have been connected to the mouth and nostrils for special events. No, I do know what you're talking about. This thing's actually really cool. It's like this big, giant, walking, <laughs> crazy-looking dragon that shoots fire. It's super slow, like you, Smash. Ha, huh. ha. Huh. Very funny. Phil? Guys, if you want to send me an email at philinterrupted at gmail.com, that would be sweet. I hope you liked what? this episode before Smash came in of the Earth's Most I gotta end the show now because I gotta get Smash out of here. Anytime he comes around, I gotta end this as soon as possible. No, what is some BS? It's you coming in here and interrupting me with your stupid fastest computer. What? Biggest robot. What? Stupid. What? Alright, guys. We're making moves here on Phil Interrupted, and we will catch you next time. Peace out! Chernobyl is the infamous site of the worst nuclear... Chernobyl is the infamous site of the worst nuclear disaster... Chernobyl is the infamous site of the worst nuclear disaster in history. Chernobyl is the infamous site of the worst nuclear disaster. Nuclear. Chernobyl is the infamous site of the nuclear disaster. Chernobyl is the infamous site of the worst nuclear disaster in history. I can't do this. I have to say nuclear. What?